Hello, friends. Hey, friends. We missed you. Yeah, we're back. Episode six. I also missed you, Katie. I know. We haven't chatted <laughs> in a minute. Carly was I on a know. trip. And yeah, this is like actual real-time catch-up for us. Yes, I was on vacation with Brennan. It was awesome. Um, I'm really tired. Big reality check last night or two nights ago. Um, but we unpacked and we deep cleaned our apartment before we left. So we came home to a clean apartment and we unpacked the night we got back. So we didn't get to bed till like 2.30 in the morning. And then last night I went to bed about 3.30 because... I was really into my book. I'm reading the Unhoneymooners. Oh, You've my friend just it. bought that. Yeah. Is it good? It is. It's cute. It's like these, this couple ends up going on a honeymoon trip because their siblings were getting married and they got sick. So they oh. go for them. And then they fall in love. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. If you were planning on It's that. cute. It's cute, especially because, like, they're on this, like, really pretty, like, trip, and it just makes me think of when Brennan and I were there, except we actually like each other. <laughs> Weird. A concept. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cute. So I'm pretty tired, so I apologize if I sound, like, a little out of it. But I'm here, and I'm excited, I promise. <laughs> You're being your real, authentic self, which is all that we ask of anyone ever, so true this is what we wanted this yeah. is what we wanted how are you doing <laughs> I'm good um grad school I just finished week three I think um I'm a couple weeks ahead though I'm proud of myself I've I've done the quizzes and like this the reading for a couple weeks ahead um good job so, that's what you yeah, that's how you gotta do yeah. it yeah honestly it's just like nice peace of mind because I have like the things I have to do written out in my planner, which I've never had to do before. Even in undergrad, I was like, oh, I've got a, like, sense of, you know, I just do homework at the same time every day because my schedule was the same. But now mm -hmm. I have, like, 45 different things going on, so I actually have to write them out. Um, but it's nice because then if something comes up, you know, like, oh, let's go to dinner, but I was planning on reading a chapter, it's like, well, I'm a week ahead, so I don't, like, have to do, like, one of the assignments yeah. of the day, which is really nice. Um, it's just yeah. also so much peace of mind. Like I, um, we'll do a grad school episode because there's just so much to talk, to talk about with grad school. And it's just really interesting, like comparing how different it is from undergrad, yes. um, in my opinion and in my experience, but we'll definitely do an episode on that. That'll be, that'll be fine. Yes. I, I have talked to a few other people right now that are doing grad school, like at our age, which is kind of fun. Cause I kind of made the decision on a whim, but it was nice to hear like, oh, there's actually like other people. Obviously, I knew you were doing it, but um, yeah, I guess we can talk about that in the episode when we do that. Um, yeah, yeah. Also, update that like some people know from my Instagram, I box dyed my hair last week. Um, yeah. <laughs> which yeah. is like, I've never done that before. I like posted a poll on Instagram before and was like, I was hanging out with one of my best friends and... And she was like, let's just do it. And I've thought about, like, dyeing it actual brunette, like, darker brown for probably a couple years now because my hair is naturally kind of, like, faded into, like, a dirty blonde 
but leaning on the darker side. But I've always held on to the fact that I am blonde because I grew up being actual blonde. And then people that meet me now would are always like, I would never call you blonde. Like, I would never say that. And yeah. I, I like take almost offense when people say that, not like from the person, but I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm blonde. That's part of who I am. And I just had to look in the mirror and be like, that's not who I am. And it's okay. Like, breathe. Um, and anyways, we were just having like a fun Saturday night. And so we boxed in my hair, which good news. I, I love it. Like I, I'm so glad oh, good. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> this is not like a total like horror story about a box dye. And I did know beforehand that like, it's better to dye dark than like bleach your hair and try and go lighter. Yes. So I wasn't like too uh, worried yeah. about yeah like the I personally have done both I've died to dark and I've died to light um I recommend dark yeah yes so I was like I'm willing to make this this call and my mom was so fun she was like well if you can't have piercings and you can't have tattoos like you should be able to dye your hair which that's not her having a rule that yeah it's uh, my skin is really reactive to like needle my ears have gotten infected that's like gross we don't need to talk about that but Needles in my skin are, like, well, hard for me. Like We actually, you know, we were being young and 20-somethings, and over um, the, or around Christmas, you and I went to get our ears pierced, and I got my thirds and on my earlobe, and Katie got her first for the second time, or third time. Second time, second time. yeah. Yes, and both of our ears freaked out, and now both of our piercings are closed. <laughs> yep. So that's a happy ending. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so that's why she said that, because she knows that, like, I'm not going to try and get them pierced again. Um, but the me getting my hair dyed kind of brought up the theme of this episode because I had a few people genuinely, like, concerned and were like, you know, it's not good for you. It'll be hard to, to go back to your natural color. Like, it's not great for your hair. Like, you should get it professionally done. And... You know, they weren't saying it to be, like, mean or anything, but it got me thinking because I was just kind of like, well, like, screw it. I don't care. Like, I'm so young. Yeah. I know it's not going to look, like, horrible. And even if it does, that's when I can pay the money to, like, get it re-professionally mm -hmm. done if I want. So it just kind of got us thinking of, like, what are other things that people kind of quantify as mistakes in your, in your 20s in this time of life and just kind of, like, unpacking that. Yeah, so we did a poll on Instagram, um, on our personal Instagrams, because our, um, unfortunately, our 220-somethings Instagram is not popping yet, but just <laughs> give us some time. <laughs> um, so we asked people on our personal Instagrams, you know, what was a mistake you made in your 20s? And we, of course, said it'll be anonymous, so you're not here for the tea. Um, there will be no tea. <laughs> but... Um, but we said you know keep it as funny or sentimental as you want and we got such amazing responses and people of course were silly and some people were so open and honest that we just wanted to talk about that and hopefully kind of make you all feel normal for feeling similarly um because I know I definitely related to a lot and I think just a big thing is you know not letting yourself make mistakes is a mistake yeah 
that, I mean, that sounds like I'm running around in circles, but I think there's just like this importance of learning opportunities and failure, but it's not even failure. It's just like, you know, the, 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 um, saying that like every thing that happens in your life is a lesson or a blessing. And I completely believe in that. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's kind of this beautiful maturity that happens when you get into your like young to mid twenties where like you're not making dumb decisions anymore like on average like a lot of the responses that people sent in like mistakes is a really broad word and like I wouldn't use it to describe a lot of the things that people sent in but understand that like as a society we think of them as mistakes and like oh we shouldn't have done that but they're not dumb decisions I mean okay some of the funny ones were like okay some of them were so funny (laughs) yeah (laughs) but for the more serious ones like a lot of people noted like they made a lot of mistakes and kind of joked it off as like, you know, how do I choose just one or, you know, what mistake didn't I make? And I don't know. I think there's this like, we're, we're independent now. And so that's going to come with learning, like, as you said, like learning lessons along the way with decisions that you haven't had to make on your own before or different decisions you're making but I don't think that has to mean that it sh- those decisions shouldn't have happened. Like, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I think some of it, too, is just, you know, we're, we're like the guinea pigs of this technological generation at this point in our lives. And I think there's a lot of pressure that, whether it's societal or pre- pressure that we end up putting on ourselves, because I definitely have done that, Um to kind of feel like you have to come out of college and dive right into, you know, marriage or a serious relationship or a big boy, big girl, big person job. Um, And it's also like the social media aspect as well, of like getting your self-worth through social media or coming across like you are perfect like social media is so fake (laughs) and I think since you know a lot of our what's the word I'm looking for like digesting looking at yeah digesting thank you um is about like other people that are only posting good stuff on their lives or you know like social media and the news are complete opposite like the news you see all the bad stuff and social media you only sell the good stuff it's like why can't we have this happy medium of just normalcy yeah well uh, and it's yeah I hear you know a lot of like influencers also at the same time like do try and be at least some of the people I follow like you know acknowledging like this is a highlight reel like this is not obviously all mm-hmm. of my gross things because a lot of people that that have followers like that is their job and so they want followers they want likes they want views um Mm -hmm. and but I find myself even when they're like I think we talked about this a little bit on the TikTok episode like when they're trying to be relatable of like oh this is me on a messy day like not everything's perfect even then it feels it's hard not to compare yourself and be like um I don't even look that good when I'm like rolling out of bed or like yeah yeah and I yeah and a a lot of the times their videos or whatever start off like that because it's sponsored of something else it's like oh but then I got this and my life is so much better it's like what 
Yeah. What's like, the over, I, I rolled out of bed and had a cold piece of pizza for breakfast. Like, that's <laughs> my life. <laughs> Talk about mistakes. Um, no, that's, that's, that's treating yourself. <laughs> life is short. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is. I just think, like, the idea of making mistakes in your 20s is, like, so expected in a sense. But at the same time, it's so unex- unaccepting. Yes. Expected, but unaccepted. Love that. Yes. Love that. Put that on a t-shirt. Think, yeah, actually. Though. <laughs> um, one of the responses kind of under this, um, you know, making the mistake of having self-doubt, that's, that's not how I view it, but that's kind of, kind of the bubble that a lot of the responses fell under was thinking I needed to have everything figured out and lined up. And I relate to this so heavily, um, mostly on the on the job front, which we'll talk about in a little bit because there were a lot of also responses that had to do with jobs and occupations and things. But I think it's a great light and, and also like relationships. And I also think like I feel like I have to have my romantic relationships figured out or even my friends, um, which also are things people said but I think it's just this big bubble that encompasses a lot of things that I've felt too of like oh I'm 23 I'm I'm two years out of grad now like I should have these things figured out I shouldn't be like I don't know it's just like a self-doubt that's always in the back of my mind of like I have this adult job and I need to have my life figured out and have it be what I picture it being but I think also I've learned, especially in the last like eight months since actually living on my own in a different state from my parents, like outside of college, there is so much like beauty and excitement and enjoyment in just like living day to day and not having things figured out. And this is coming from someone that like is still struggling with it and still has that like self-doubt sometimes. But, you know, the other night I like, I I had meal prepped for this week. I like had that figured out and like ready to go. And then Thursday night, I was just like, I need to order a pizza because I like my life needs it right now and it warrants it. And I had this moment of like, well, ordering pizza is like a college thing. It's like a high school thing. Like you don't need to, or like you can no, at no, least no. like you can at least like get up and drive there. Right? Like you don't need to have it delivered. Like and it, that's so it's so like minor, right? Like it it sounds silly to say it out loud, but in my head, I was like you're an adult. It was a real like fear though. Yeah, exactly. And like, I didn't even have to, no one was home. Like no one knew, like it wasn't this, like people were going to judge like, and like everyone orders pizza. Like it really, it's not a huge deal, but it's just one of those like little everyday examples of like, that's not something an adult does or things like that. And Mm -hmm. it's just important to like have those moments where it's like, um, you can order a dang pizza. Like that's okay. Yeah. And that kind of ties in a little bit to another response that said, thinking my self-worth was dependent on what others thought of me. And I completely, I mean, I'm still working on that, but I completely relate to that. Um, I, a lot of the pressure I put on myself is just from expectations that I feel like other people have of me. And reality is they don't. I mean, if someone is expecting me to be a certain way in order to be in their life, then you shouldn't be in my life at all then. Um, And 
I just, yeah, I really relate to that. And it's so hard because it's like practice what you preach of like, I love myself or like my friends will vent to me and I'm like, hey, like it's okay to treat yourself. Like life is short or, you know, just, you know, work on loving yourself. You know, you are your own forever home, stuff like that. And then it's like, it comes to me and I'm like, oh, but these don't apply to me. It's yeah. like, no, yes. <laughs> that's not how it works. Yeah. Speaking of other people too, friendship, well, relationships in general was a huge thing that people also talked about, which is fair. You know, that's like one of the main sectors of your life. And I think when you like your both friendships and romantic relationships, just like everything else in life, but specifically those change drastically as you leave, you know, not everyone goes to college, but this kind of like safe bubble from like 18 to 21 ish. And then when you're like really on your own, as you move into your twenties and later, the, the guardrails are off, like the, the training wheels, I guess of like, these built-in friendships from different things in your life. Like, you're not in high school anymore. You're not in college where you see each other and live five minutes from each other. So there's, like, more effort to put in. But through that, you learn, like, this person might not be my forever friend. And when someone put in caring too much about having every friend be a deep friendship, and this is also something, you know, I think I'm just going to highlight the ones that I – like, felt deeply when I read them because that's something I've definitely struggled with because I love being vulnerable and open with every friend in my life and I want them to feel safe with me. But I think I end up then kind of kidding myself of, like, they don't have to be your best friend, right? Like, you don't have to let them into everything. You don't have to let all your walls down in order to be a genuine friend to them. Um because then it sometimes it's not meant to be your best friend and then it hurts when you expected it to be and and it doesn't yeah. work out that way um so that's definitely a quote-unquote mistake like I feel like I've made with people um on my own front like it's not even anything they do it's just like you can have your core people and like like I think of that diagram I don't know if you have like heard of this like people explaining it but you have, like, your rings of friends. Like, there's this core, like, three or four people that are, like, your people. And then there's, like, this wider bubble that's, like, five to seven people that's, you know, you feel safe with them, you have a good time, but they're not that core group. And then there's, like, the third wider ring of, of like, acquaintances and people you might see occasionally and, like, you want to keep in touch with, but, like, you don't keep up with on a daily basis that sort of thing so I just feel like that's kind of a healthy model to think of of like just because someone's in that like tier two like ring doesn't mean that's a bad thing yeah and also um having your circles be different sizes than the expected size but that sounded really weird but you talked about how you have like your core four friends most people and then it's like the few five to seven friends that you enjoy chatting with and keeping up with but aren't super super deep with and to me it's like I have my core like four people and then like two people that are on the outside of that (laughs) yeah yeah I think that's totally fair I think a lot of people again coming back to 
your life just kind of shifts when you leave those like safe like the training wheels of the built-in like life routine and sometimes those people kind of fall off and for the longest time when when things like that happen like especially after leaving college like there are a few people that I'm like oh, you know I might not see them again like I might not talk to them again because it's just not natural and it doesn't feel like we're in each other's lives anymore and I used to I'm a very like nostalgic and emotional person and so I used to hold on to that really heavily and closely because I always felt like it was my fault and I was like I'm failing them um but like that's natural and like I think about my mom and she she has friends like she's got some close girlfriends and of course my dad as like her best friend but it's like she's not hanging out with people all the time and like she's really just in touch with that core group still and stuff like that so I just think as we get older even past our 20s like that's completely natural to have as you said like that different size of circle two like the tier two doesn't actually have to be bigger than your core it could be like yeah there's there's a few more people in my life that I keep in touch with but but that's it and like that's okay yeah, it, it is. And another thing, because we, of course, have to talk about our moms because we love our moms. Love. Um, just as you were saying that, it's funny because I am way more similar to your mom in like the social aspect and you are way more similar to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> this is very true. Yes. I love like my that. mom, when I was still living with my parents, I I would have to be the one to text my mom and my dad like, hey, can you and your friends like quiet down a little? I'm trying to go to bed. <laughs> your Wait parents a have fun with their with their friends. I always love to over and they were like, yeah, so and so are coming over for drinks in the game. I was like, ah, oh, love that. It's always a good time at the Dubois house. Yes. Um, Another one that I wanted to um, talk about as well that someone had um, responded with is not getting treated for depression sooner. And then she said, oh, the lost years. And I can't fully relate. Um, I am someone who does not struggle with depression. Sorry, trigger warning, talking about mental health and depression. Um, but I really struggle with anxiety and I started taking medication a couple years ago now I think and it has completely changed my life for the better um and I've been on this journey of becoming a counselor all while being in my own mental health journey and that has been like the most challenging yet beautiful thing ever because I'm learning more and more about how to help others but I can't do that without helping myself um, and it's just, yeah, it's been, I mean, everyone's mental health journey is different. And I think there's a lot of challenges in that, but also a lot of beauty in that. And so I applaud you all for wherever you are. Um, and yeah, I just think that this was a really neat and vulnerable response that someone sent in to just bring up and acknowledge because, she said, oh, the lost years. And that's the part that got me because, oh my gosh, I wish I made this life-changing decision so long ago. Like I, I didn't enjoy high school because I was struggling so much mentally. And 
those are like the true lost years because life didn't matter then. I mean, it did, but it didn't in the sense of I didn't have bills and grad school and serious school. I mean, I thought school was serious, but it's not. Have fun. Yeah. Pass your classes, but have fun. Yeah. Um, and yeah, oh, the last year is really what got me because it's so true. But yeah, one day at a time, everyone. Yeah. Give yourself grace. I think that kind of fits into this larger, like, it's okay to ask for help. And I think that's a hard thing that young adults as you're in this like trial period of trying to figure things out and trying new things and yes making mistakes and um it's it's like a healthy and a good thing to want to like clean up your messes yourself or like those types of things um but it's also okay to ask for help when you feel things are out of control or Mm -hmm. things are it's not something that you did or or even if it is something you did like I think just being okay reaching out to people and saying like I'm not okay whether it's you know mental health related or it's like hey this friendship is like struggling what what would you like can I talk to you about it or um you know things are really hard with my parents right now like can can I just like lean on you for a minute and like talk to you about it or you know and that could be again as we said like um, having a counselor, like, or just having a good friend, like those core people. I just think that's something that's kind of conditioned as you're starting out and trying to figure out life. Like there is such a beauty in that being messy and not perfect a hundred percent, but also and box dyeing your hair. Yes. <laughs> can't recommend it enough. Um, yes. but also being okay with admitting like there's times where you need someone else to help and that's that's okay and that's good yeah and I think asking for help in in your own unique way um and just finding what your unique way is such a privilege because we are forever on this lifelong journey of discovering who we are and I think I mean, that's so cool because we are forever evolving, but at the same time, it sucks. (laughs) Yeah. And like, you know, we're so young. I'm reminded by my team at work. Um, I'm the youngest on my team. And every time I like bring it up, like when it was my birthday a couple months ago and they're like, oh, how old are you returning? And I was like 23 and they were like, oh my gosh, you're a baby. And I was like, I know, I know. (laughs) And so it's just like kind of fun to think about these years right now that we're living are kind of setting a foundation for the rest of our adult lives. It doesn't mean like what we do right now affects, you know, that kind of goes against the mistakes are okay. Like decisions (laughs) you make now are not going to like define the rest of your life, but Mm -hmm. these are the years where we're figuring out how to live on our own and like be in relationships with people and all those things. And so all the things you can do to help yourself just like navigate life in a helpful and like fulfilling way um yeah you know will benefit you in the future so and on the flip side it's this weird kind of uncomfortable time because when you I mean in public school you're constantly thinking about you know where do you want to go to college and then what do you want to study and then the whole where do you see yourself in 10 years and then you know writing your 
your like letter to yourself at the beginning of high school that you read at the end of high school, all those things. It's like, why can't I just sit here and focus on the present for once? And I think this is finally the time where we are kind of allowed to do that. Um, And it is kind of uncomfortable (laughs) to like sit in the present and just like sit in this stew of present (laughs) yes and like not constantly be looking ahead of like okay what's next like as you said in high school it's college in college it's life after or like the coming years and you know getting a job finding and even like finding someone like a life partner to be with and that sort of thing and so it's weird to get to this point where like yes I'm very happy that I found a job and that I I consider myself stable right now post-grad and that sort of thing but it is extremely uncomfortable to sit and be like, I mean, yes, I'm in grad school, so that's technically something I'm, like, working towards, but in my day-to-day, I'm not thinking, like, because I'm very happy with my job right now, and, you know, I'm not thinking about, oh, where am I going to go after, or or that sort of thing, so I I love classifying that as uncomfortable, because I totally agree. Yeah, just, yeah, the, and it, at the same time, it's, like, allowing yourself to sit in the present and take a break is so important but and necessary but these pressures that our lives are surrounded by are telling us how dare you like the whole glorification of working until burnout that's horrible yeah you can't do that to yourself yeah and I think the the concept of it's a marathon not a sprint I think that fits in like so nicely to a lot of, I love that saying, because I think, you know, everything in life can kind of be under that umbrella because we are Mm -hmm. here for, you know, life is short. We are only here for a certain amount of time. Yes. But on the flip side, like you've got time, right? Like you're, you've, you've Mm -hmm. got, I mean, it's hard because like you also don't know tomorrow's promise. So it's this hard balance, which I think is what makes it uncomfortable of like, you want to race towards you know, achieving more and and being better and doing all these things. But at the same time, like, let yourself sit, take a day, take a week, take a month to just appreciate where you are. Um, I think I wanted to quickly touch on too that I think fits under this of uh, some people sent in things about work specifically and finding jobs and that sort of thing. And one that really stuck out to me was thinking I had to have a quote unquote adult job and the person that sent this in knows me very well and and I know them and so um some people know that before I got the job that I love right now last year I was working at Planet Fitness which love shout out PF like made some great friends and like it was what I needed at the time but of course it's easy to say that now looking back like being happy where I'm at and where it landed me. Whereas when I was working there, like living at home, um, and this was like summer to early fall after grad. And it's just so funny because I look back now and I'm like, that was not that much time. Like it hadn't even been six months since I graduated college. Like it, it's okay to take a, take a beat, take a couple months. And I'm glad I had my mom to kind of tell me that after some job applications hadn't worked out and she was like just take a break like take a month or two to just work like but I felt so much shame working that job while my other friends were getting these like kind of quote-unquote more professional jobs and 
So I just want to say, and now I'm like, I'm kind of talking to some recent grads from, from my college, um, cause they're like looking for jobs and, and I remember this like full body kind of anxiety and shame about not landing that adult job and having that like stamp of approval from society that you're doing the right thing. And I just want to say to anyone that's feeling that way, like, it's okay. Like, there is so much time to figure that out and to land somewhere that you enjoy. You know, and sometimes it's hard because there were days at at Planet Fitness where I was like, I'm I'm genuinely not enjoying life right now. And, like, Mm -hmm. that's something to take a look at, right? Like, you know, what are some other things... To, to turn around your days that don't have to do with the job. Like, don't let the job, like, take over your life. Um, and that goes for both adult jobs and non-adult jobs. Um, yeah. anyways, that's my tangent on that response because I, I just felt that so deeply. Yeah, don't even get me started on corporate America. <laughs> I mean, I do work in it, so I'm appreciative that it pays my bills. But there's a lot, of, a lot of balance that, that comes with it. Um and, like, an adult job is a job you have when you're an adult, whether that's Planet Fitness or yep. this big, bougie, like, corporate job. Like, there's yes. no one-size-fits-all for people. Yeah. And then working to live, not living to work. Amen. Amen. Yeah, um, I, I loved I loved this episode. I think, I think just talking about quote mistakes as young dumb and broke 27 yeah but just like it's it's so humanizing to talk about this and posting this and getting all these responses like there was not a single response I couldn't relate to in some way and thank you to everyone that did share because I think it I mean it made us feel you know like we had friends and like there was some comfort there. So I hope that this episode like allowed some people to, to be okay where they're at and to find comfort in Mm -hmm. that others have struggled with, yeah, the same mistakes that people have made, but. And if you relate, yes. And if you relate, this is your sign to take a break and take a mental health day. Yes. If you needed permission. Very important. Here it is. You don't need permission, but here it is. (laughs) Well, thanks everyone. We love doing this and talking with you and each other. So tune in next week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye friends. Bye friends.